0: Hey, friends, how are you? This is Danny Morrell. I got to tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited because for the next couple of moments, um, we are with the man, the myth, (laughs) the legend, uh, none other than Mr. Living on the Beach, living the dream life, multi-bazillionaire, my good friend, Mr. Ed Milet. Ed Milet, say hello, please.
1: Hello. Great to be with you, brother. Thank you for having me.
0: Man, I'm excited about this conversation, man. And I'm even more excited. I don't know if you realize we're only 35 days away from Relentless.
1: I'm fired up about it, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I do realize it.
0: Yeah, I love it. So I gotta ask you, and I, I wanted this uh conversation between you and I to, to speak about something that I think is really, really important. And you know, I think all of us are, you know, who 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 follow you, who follow myself, who follow Andy, who follow Alex or You know We're on Instagram. We're on social media. We're trying to do the best that we can to provide for our families. We're trying to do the best that we can to build a business. We're struggling and juggling with the daily thoughts that are going on in our heads. And I think at the end of the day, man, what everybody is looking for, really, really, whether they realize it or not, is to build wealth. And that's something that you have done great at. And I wanted to pick your brain on a couple of principles, a couple of things that people could, you know, take away from today's conversation that they could start doing immediately to turn their sales into actual wealth. What comes to mind for you when I when I say the word
1: wealth? Well, well, the first thing about getting it is being obsessed with it. So it really on. was a massive obsession. I know it was and it is for you too, right? So yeah. I think you you're I mean technically speaking, your obsessions become your possessions, right? And so for years and years and years I made money. I could close. I learned all the skills of closing. I knew how to get a client, I knew how to build rapport. I made money and had no wealth because even as I built all my skills up, I was obsessed with my worries. I was obsessed with my problems. I was obsessed with looking wealthy, not mm-hmm. being rich. And so I ended up with no money, right? I looked kind of rich, but I had no money. And so once I got obsessed, I mean like psycho crazy with saving money. Like I'm a, I'm a crazy saver. My wife, this is no joke. Two hours ago, my wife's at Costco. I'm not exaggerating this when I tell you, and this happens regularly with us because it's in our DNA now. She's like, hey babe, I could buy this bulk of, it's all the waters we're buying for a party. She's like, I could buy the crystal geysers, but they're not that good of water. Or these other ones are, the other one was, but it's like $19 difference. And we literally speak to each other as crazy as that sounds to this day about those kinds <laughs> of things because it's in my DNA to save money. And wow. so and, and and what it is is that you gotta stop wanting to look rich. You gotta yeah. wanna be wealthy. It doesn't matter what everybody thinks about you. They're not impressed with it anyway. When you look wealthy, it's gonna talk more smack about you, right? Yeah. So
0: you're yeah. doing
1: that. I've owned a bunch of you have too, but. I noticed one thing, I bought my first Ferrari, right? I just tell everybody something. It is awesome to drive a Ferrari, okay? But once you drive somebody, they no longer see you in it. So if you're driving that Ferrari to like impress everybody else, they don't know who's driving it, they don't see you afterwards, and once you pull off on the freeway, you're gone out of their consciousness again. But they remember the Ferrari, but they don't remember the person driving it. Think of the last fancy car you saw, the rolls or the Bentley. You see the car, you don't remember who the person was with it. So if you're doing it to impress somebody. You're never going to be wealthy. I wanted to be wealthy, really save money. The Bible talks about, you and I were just talking about a pastor, your pastor, who's a friend of mine. The scripture tells us to owe no man nothing. And Mm. so if you're going to accumulate debt, it better be on appreciating assets, Assets. not liabilities, not cars, not meals, not clothes, mainly real estate, quite frankly, if you're going to accumulate debt. That's the deal.
0: You know, it's so funny you said that because I, myself, I remember the first, literally the first 15 years of business, I, Ed, I didn't even realize that. And that's, that's one of the passions I have about relentless is that not only we're going to be talking about the deep rooted subconscious issues that we deal with as business people, we're going to be talking about how to generate more sales, but we're also going to be talking about how to generate more wealth. And I remember without knowing it, Ed, the first 10 to 15 years in business, I was still that little boy. Who had to stand at junior high, who didn't have enough money to buy his lunch. So I had to stand in the welfare, like the free food line, right? And as a result, that subconscious story was imparted in my head. And I made money and I spent it. And I made money and I spent it. And I made just to try to prove a point to a whole bunch of people that didn't matter.
1: That's right. Same here. What's cool about this event, everybody, and I and I don't I've been really careful with how many events I speak at anymore. The reason I did this one with you was I researched you. I appreciate that. Mutual followers, some mutual friends, and people who follow me are like, you ought to check this guy out. And when I learned your story of what you've become and where you came from, I'm like, I kind of just want to do anything to support this person, right? I appreciate that. And that's true, right? And and you're an amazing communicator. But I just want to say, everybody, I'm not selling the event. It's not my event. It's your event. I'm just honored to be there. But I will tell you, if we're talking about building wealth, let me just say something to you, everybody. I know Gerard Adams pretty well. Gerard's legitimately wealthy, okay? A a young man, legitimately wealthy. Andy Frisella and I just hung up the telephone. We're announcing a program actually tonight together on my Instagram. He's the only person I've ever partnered up with in my life on a business venture outside of real estate is Andy. The reason? He's legitimately built wealth. I was with Alex Rodriguez and J-Lo on Monday on another deal. By the way, Alex is fired up to be at this event, man. We're talking back and forth about it. And he's excited to be there. And Alex is legitimately gonna be one of the first athletes to become a billionaire post their career. Sure. extraordinarily wealthy. And he started accumulating real estate, bought his first duplexes rookie year in baseball. And so when we're talking about building wealth, there ain't a lineup anywhere going on in the there world isn't. that day there with entrepreneurs that have built wealth in this event.
0: You know, and I appreciate you saying that. And that brings me to the second topic, because I think that not only do you have to be obsessed with becoming wealthy and obsessed with becoming successful, but I think that there needs to be a healthy sense of competition within yourself about being your best to push yourself to the absolute best. And it, I'll give you an example. You know, I, I, I obviously I'm a fan of A-Rod. I'm excited to be here at sure. this event with him and so forth and so on. But I didn't know how many units he managed or how many units he was in charge of. It's like 55,000. Yes. It's a, a lot. And you yes. know what? And this is what I want to get across to people. I think this is what the difference. I think you guys like you and I, I hear that number one, man, good for you. Number two, the first thing I think is I'm behind. Yes. Like, right? right? Yes. Like, yes. I got to catch up. I got to yes. catch up. And I think for most people, they think, oh yeah, but it's because it's a rod It's because he signed a big contract. It's because there's so many mental limitations. Big time. What did you have to do to break through your own mental
1: limitations? Exactly what you just said. And it's why I was with Alex on Monday. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. exactly what it is. It's the power of association. Okay. I had to get around people. I wasn't competing with them. I was competing to think like them so I could be my best. And so yes. my buddies I grew up with love me, accept me as I am. That's one element of being a great friend. It's also one of the worst things you can have in a friend. If your friends constantly just accept you as you are, don't we all like that? Why oh, They love me as I am, man. They, right? That's great. Those are great friends. You don't need to drop them, but you better have some friends. Listen to me who don't accept you as you are who are like, Hey, you're better than this. Let's go to this place. And I've been there. So all my life, I've sought out friendships. Also, by the way, meetings like this one, because you, not only do you attend the meeting, you associate with those people. You're gonna collect, right. You're reading your book. You're around lots of other champions, the speakers. If you listen to them the right way, they're speaking right to you like a friend. And so what shifted for me was forcing myself into events like this. I couldn't afford, I thought, and also making friends with people. Now, someone like Alex, who's wealthier than I am, not by much, but a little bit after we've gotten to know each other. <laughs> but he, yeah. think, and I think maybe I give him a little bit of that too. I know sure. I do it with Andy, I know you and I are going to do that for each other. And so yeah. for me, the way I know to shift my humanity is to associate with other humans right? They alter you because as I talked about before, there's a thermostat right on that wall right there. That thermostat is set at 74 degrees. No matter what happens when I open the doors, if cold air blew in this room, that thermostat regulates this room within two degrees of that. If I open it up and hot air comes in, it cools it back down to that. That's your identity. Okay, your identity is like a thermostat for your life. You have multiple ones. You have your faith one, you have your spiritual one, your body one, your family one, and you have a wealth one. And if your wealth identity is set at 75 degrees, guess what? No matter if you make 100, 200, 500, or a million bucks, you will cool it back to 75 degrees of wealth. Same is also true. You've missed closes for three months in a row. You're struggling. You could barely put gas in your car. You've always found a way back eventually to your 75 degrees. So the key is shifting that temperature comfortable with. And that's by being around people who make you uncomfortable at your current temperature. That's how I should exactly how I've done it.
0: I love it. Ed. you know, um, obviously, you've acquired a great portfolio of great real estate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you've done wonderful, wonderful in the financial world. But Mm -hmm. I I, I really believe that all of that comes from a great inner world from a from a from a great heart, from great values, from great principles, Mm -hmm. from a great mindset, a mind that isn't trapped, by what the world thinks or by what other people thinks, a mind that is free, a mind that challenges himself. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, I get, I get passionate just thinking about it. That's my life's purpose, man. Because yeah. I think back to the day when I didn't have much, I think back to the day when I was in a two bedroom apartment with my, my single mom, my little four foot two mom working at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And, oh. and I made a decision, man, I just made a decision like, Look, look, I, I I, know I'm Hispanic. I know I live in the ghetto. I, I know I don't have anything going for me. I know nobody in my family owns a house right now. I understand all that. But for me and my family, I'm going to buy us a house by the age of 21. And there's something that happens, man, when you just decide to speak those words out, when you decide to live by faith, mm-hmm. and you decide to take the action to follow the faith, you know, and yet, Ed, like, so many people are trapped, man. You know they are
1: trapped. And by the way, I've been trapped too. And so, by the way, that that moves me. What you just said, just yeah. so you know, I'm, I'm proud of you, brother. Like thank I'm you, proud. Of you. Thank I know you. my role in your life is going to be to say all the time to you, I'm so inspired by that story. And that's your old one. Now we're going to create this new one. Isn't that friends always do? Right. And that's right. My yes. old story is like yours. They're almost like viruses in your mind. You ever get a? You ever get a? um your computer gets a virus, what happens? It starts to really slow down, it's sluggish, it doesn't move quite as quickly, right? If you're not careful, it'll crash your computer. These are viruses in our mind, based on my upbringing through a variety of different reasons. Just no one ever even got me to think about being wealthy, it was never even discussed, it wasn't like a bad thing, it just wasn't in our consciousness ever, didn't place any value on it. Now that I've become wealthy, the difference you can make in people's lives with your money, right? I was just listening to a great sermon, not to get super faith based here, but um, Rick Warren was talking, sat yeah. Back Esther, yeah, and interesting about the words, it's interesting what he said, he goes, the Lord, God knows all of our thoughts, our words and our thoughts, he's sensitive to all of those things, They're our prayers, but the adversary, he hears what we say, he mm-hmm. doesn't know what our thoughts are, he hears what we say. We better be very careful what we say about ourselves, what we say about what we want, because he jumps all over those words, right? And I just believe that to be true as well. It's not good enough just to say you think the right things. You need to begin to say it and express it. I'm going to buy that house by 21. Boom, that's out into the world, man. That's There's right. power to that. There's a vibration to it. There's an energy to it. And we really, truly do in our lives. Everyone thinks this is hokey. Put we speak things into existence, man. We really do. It puts the right pressure on us. The universe, God starts to help conspire to help us get those things. I'm such a massive believer in that. If you didn't say it and you just thought it, number one, you didn't even really mean it. Because you can think all you want. That's true. Right. You say something, you're committed more now, right? right? So right. total power to what you did there. Great lesson for everybody. Love it. it
0: you know, it is at an uh, if I could do anything is I, I I would love to transfer that power to people. Yes. Because, you know, I, I'm not special. I don't think you're special. I mean, I, I think we're all human beings yes. and then just some, I, I call it a blessing. Just some get the blessing of being able to pick up the right book or attend the right event or meet the right person or listen to the right message that helps people to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I don't have to think that way. I can think this way.
1: You yes. know? Yes. No? And, the other, and the other thing, yes, you're absolutely right. I'm a product of, I can even hear when you speak. Let me just say something to you. Those of us that have really worked on ourselves, the reason I've had to work on myself so much is I come from such a place of deficiency and self confidence and self esteem as a little hmm. boy and even as a young adult and a young man. I was so insecure, so down on myself that when you meet people like you and us, oftentimes for you, it was your background. For me, it was conditions and circumstances. I had to become like this, man. When you meet someone like me, don't think they're different than you. You ought to almost feel sympathy because, like, for this dude to have to work that hard on himself, what was he feeling before, right? Like, right. a huge difference. But here's the bottom line, man. You can think everything. You can say everything. You know what it comes down to? Are you going to bust your ass? Are you going to outwork everybody? Like, are you right. going to, when this call, Angie, like, whoo, can't wait to go to this event and think some right. great stuff, be around some cool right. people. You're standing there. I'm where I am in my wine room, oceanfront and Laguna Beach, because I flipping did stuff, man. Other people weren't willing to do, right? You're gonna get in life. If you'll do things other people aren't willing to do long enough, you will get a life they won't get. Bottom line, and you control that. You don't need to be mentally weak. You don't need to think like you used to think. That's your old story. Get your butt saying the right stuff, thinking the right stuff, and get up and bust it. Outwork everyone. You wanna do something for your self-esteem? Start doing stuff no freaking crazy person would ever do. I mean, Absolutely. they're nuts, right? There's these stories you have, I guarantee you, brother, where you're like, no sane human being would be doing what I'm doing right now. I'm This right. it isn't working. There's no proof of this. I climbed up. I, you just did stuff nobody else is willing to do, man. And if they knew when you were doing it, would be like, they must think I'm freaking crazy right now, right? right? right. And I have those stories too. Alex, by the way, mom, two jobs, barely paid the bills. I'll tell you something, interesting. we were talking about pressure the other day, he and I. And he goes, Bro, there's no pressure with me and you. He goes, Pressure was my mom, man. My mom would have to pay the rent every week because we were so broke with two jobs and a family. That's pressure. What me and you are trying to do, it's all gravy, right? What a perspective to have based on his upbringing. And so it's all what you do. You know it, and I know it. Everybody watching this knows it too. But are you going to be the person? You separate yourself by your thinking, your words, and getting up and doing stuff. No sane person would ever do. Be insane.
0: And you know what? I'm going to end it with this, Ed. Um, I think you have to be insane enough to attend the event. You do. I, I, re- I, I really do. And I I, I think those, there's levels of separation. And I I think for, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and you could disagree. I think you'll agree. But I think for most of humanity, the concept of space. Taking their hard-earned money yep. and sowing that seed of faith into yes. an event, yes, where they have to then sow their seed of their time, where yes. they have to sow their seed of getting past their BS excuse about the flight and the hotel. That's insane.
1: That's insane, right? That's insane. Remember this, right? everybody. You're right. Weird, rich, normal, poor. Okay, just remember. Oh, say,
0: that. Ed, say that again, because I it's,
1: weird, rich, normal, poor. That's the bottom line. And listen to me on this. This event is different. And look, look, Dan, I don't need to say this on behalf of the event. I speak at different events. I'm more careful than everywhere I speak. Here's what is different about this event. One, the lineup, legit. Okay, legit. These, I know the people in this space, okay? I know who isn't legit. I know yeah. whose content is crap. I know who hasn't even ever built a company. There's a lot of right. people talking out there in this space about stuff they've never done before. And I go, sure. so it's like going to a gym and the personal trainer is heavy. Why would yeah. I want an overweight personal trainer? Why would I want someone to teach me how to get wealthy, build a business, build a brand, build wealth, who doesn't actually have it? Okay, you have it. Gerard has it. I have it. Andy has it. A-Rod has it. Others have it. And let me tell you the other thing about the event. I've been to a lot lately where you get to the event and then all it is is a sales pitch. Pitch
0: after pitch after pitch. And I I just respect people too much for that. Me too. And that's why I
1: agreed, bro. You know what you guys are going to get at this event? People who are actually there to speak to you and not sell you anything specifically afterward. We're there to pour into you, not to go, hey, if you like this, pick up one of these. I got 11 of those. Here's a deal. This go to this website. There might be one or two little things like that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Large yeah. the event is about serving you and helping you. And the other
0: thing it's is about the- heart, man. It's about heart is it's what
1: about it's heart. About. You're putting this event on for that reason. You don't yeah. need this. You've got a whole this is such a massive undertaking and frankly distraction to some extent from your big business. You're doing sure. this out of your heart to create yeah. more Danny Morrell's right now here's the bottom yeah. line though let me say something to everybody. Also relatively speaking to other events I've been to these ticket prices are very cheap. They're very oh. expensive. Like just so yeah. you know this is really a five to $10,000 type of event. It really is. You're getting right. into this thing. And I know everything's relative. If you don't have a few hundred right. dollars, everything's expensive. But in terms of value, okay, yeah. if you yeah. don't get one more sale out of this, one more strategy, one more- style, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll give them five times their money. Exactly, that's impossible. Man. That's it's
1: impossible. Like, it's absolutely true. So yeah. that's yeah. why I'm real excited about coming.
0: Awesome. So listen, looking forward to having you. Look, I got you and Andy set up for Thursday night. Fired I'm literally going to give you guys the stage, and then I'm going to sit in the front row. I'm going to be taking <laughs> lessons, Mike. Because hey, man, I, the way you—I'm a student. I'm I'm a student first, more than anything. Sure and then, hey, I wanted to invite you. I've got dinner with A Rod Friday yeah. night. I wanted yeah. to see if you and Andy want to join us.
1: And you know that I do. And I told you what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit there and take notes myself that day. And so awesome. I'm a student too. Yeah. So I'm not coming all the way there to talk at everybody. I'm coming there to learn too. So I'm I excited.
0: love it. I love it. Awesome, man. Well, listen, July 11th. 12th and 13th, guys. I challenge you to find another lineup like this with this much heart, this much success, this much true desire to impact your life and the legacy, guys, the legacy you leave for your family, for your children and for their children. RelentlessEvent.com, guys, July 11th, 12th and 13th in Anaheim, California. If Anaheim, California is too far, your dreams are too small, guys. Find a way to get there, Ed thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, my friend. We'll see you in a couple of days. Okay, bud.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Take care, bud.